0: Welcome to our first Arts Learning Festival podcast. I'm Shane Green and I'm part of the festival team here at Independent Schools Victoria. For those of you learning about our festival for the first time, let me give you a rundown of what we're all about. The Arts Learning Festival is a celebration of the importance of arts in education. At Independent Schools Victoria, we see the arts as an integral part of all the curriculum, not just an add-on or an afterthought. We held our first festival in 2017, and I've got to say we were thrilled with the response from schools, families, and the wider community. While we represent independent schools, we invited students and teachers from all schools. We're returning in 2019, over three days in May, with a new exciting program. And that's the purpose of this podcast. We know that schools need time to plan, so we recently launched our schools program on our brand new website, artslearningfestival.com.au. The creative force behind the festival is Anne Smith. Anne is our Arts Learning Executive at ISV, and she's responsible for curating our program. I began by asking Anne to explain how the festival came about.
1: Well, as you know, Shane, ISV has had an arts program here for quite some time. And over time, we were quite aware of the benefits, the really significant benefits that holding a student art collection and sharing that collection, what the benefits were for not just the schools we work with but also the staff here at ISV. We did some research around how art and the sharing of art can be helpful to people and we found out that there was some really great outcomes for both organisational and personal learning. So from having a student art collection and exhibiting that, we were looking always for a more interactive space to develop the arts program and then the festival. From that need came into being. So we did some research with Project Zero before the festival began and we found, looking at 80 festivals around the world, we found there were four main outcomes that community arts-based festivals tended to throw up. And those were, first of all, economic, secondly, socio-emotional, cultural and finally academic. And out of those four, the academic was really the least well-served and so being, of course, an organisation that works with schools so actively, we believe that that was a great space for us to step into.
0: Well, let's talk about the 2017 Festival. You must have been really gratified by the response, Anne.
1: Ah, uh, yes, yeah, Shane, we had a great time. We, as you know, we worked for five days in the Arts Precinct of Melbourne. We had about 36 separate events being presented by artists and cultural organisations. And we had about 6,500 people attending. Out of that huge audience, we work with schools, we work with teachers, student groups, community, parents, and also school leaders. And we did some research around the outcomes from that event as well. Once again, we worked with Project Zero at Harvard. We found that there were two main streams of benefits stemming from the festival one was the role of the arts can play in people's lives and of course that's pretty well documented across many areas of research and basically those benefits were identified as being well-being and giving people the opportunity to participate in creative experiences because creativity is an essential part of human experience The other thing that we were really interested in tracking was how the program gave students an opportunity to work in an interdisciplinary way and by that we're meaning how we can join separate learning areas together to give students new ways to question and create learning opportunities. And we found we performed quite well across both those indicators.
0: Great. Right. Okay, well, let's now turn to the 2019 festival program. It might seem like a long way out to the launch your program. Can you explain the approach?
1: Well, I think it's really important working with schools. Often their learning programs need to be bettered down well in advance, and we know that they certainly are very active in planning sometimes more than a year in advance so we believe that having such a large offering ready early which we did this year we had over 20 separate items ready for booking this gives schools the opportunity to really consider choice and how it links to their programming for the 2019 school year.
0: One of the really important ideas behind the festival and is that it's linked to the classroom could you explain the importance of that?
1: Shane, as you know, we map curriculum quite stringently through the festival program. The way the program's designed, it's certainly all about the arts in their different forms, but it's also about what else we can learn using the arts, because the arts are a great way to engage students for learning. So we we have an arts approach, and we also bring other curriculum areas in, and we map through the Australian Curriculum and also some Victorian Curriculum indicators to ensure that schools can find something that's relevant to them.
0: And that that link to the curriculum is really important. So when you go to artslearningfestival.com.au and you have a look at the event pages, what will you see, what sort of information will you get about those connections with the curriculum and the classroom?
1: Well, there's a really great comprehensive description for each of the program offerings that are currently available. So... If I was going to the website, I would, first of all, have a look at the home page and perhaps then go to the schools program and click through and I would see all the offerings as they are listed at the moment. And as I mentioned, there's about 20. So from there, you could click through to whatever you're interested in finding more about. And then you would get a more comprehensive detailed description about that event, the dates it's being offered the links to the curriculum, so what year levels it's appropriate for and what areas of study it contacts.
0: You put together a really exciting program, I think, Anne. Can you tell us about some of the highlights?
1: Yes, well, Shane, we've got Mary Mattingly, a New York-based artist. She will be with us next year in 2019 for the festival. Mary's work focuses on not just sustainability, but it's a more detailed kind of analysis of how objects are important in everyday life and the impact they have on not just the community but the environment and the long-term, often devastating effects that the manufacture and distribution of objects, as we have so many in our lives now, the effect the production of those objects have on us all. So Mary's doing a project called Objects in the Round. She's inviting students to bring along an object, which means something to them, which will then be part, constructed into a larger collaborative artwork. So that's one of our highlights. We also have Graham Leake, the oh, Graham music Leake, maker.
0: Graham Leake, yeah, this is quite music an amazing maker. program, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Graham's great. He's, he's had a very long history working through communities and helping them understand that how, you know, we all have a capacity for musical expression within us. He recently did work with the regional community in Gurgari in the northeast of Victoria and he had uh, farmers, he had everybody in the community coming along and learning some music and they performed that together as an orchestra. So the Arts Learning Festival event will be similar in a way but working with students and getting them to understand that they can not only make instruments from found objects that may be discarded as waste material they can make a musical instrument they can also learn to play it and share that music
0: and you don't need any musical experience
1: no none whatsoever so
0: fantastic and that yeah. will culminate in a concert uh, on the saturday
1: that's correct on it on our final day I believe the community day we're having graham will do his make and play orchestra performance in the evening And I think we're lucky enough to have a group from Gergari, the musicians, coming down. Uh, They're all hopping on a bus and coming down to the festival to join in.
0: What a great story. And of course, and Tim Ferguson's coming back. We know Tim, of course, through the Doug Anthony All-Stars and his exploits on stage and screen. But he's back with a really unusual and different program.
1: Yes, Shane. Billy and the Dinosaurs was developed by Tim and his colleagues, Jeff Willis and Dave Willis. And the focus of this particular program is that he's studying the unique dinosaurs that inhabited our continent many millions of years ago, but putting that into a musical narrative which also allows students to consider some socio-emotional benefits such as resilience and friendship. So it's quite a powerful package combining elements that you may not really logically put together but that's again one of the great things about the arts and the way it can join up different fields of knowledge so Tim's program certainly done that for us we have that listed as being suitable for early primary year students
0: I remember from last year the last festival in 2017 that got a tremendous response
1: yeah, that's right. Students just loved it. And the presentation involved incorporating the performance of the Brass Band from Melbourne Grammar School. So we had a whole lot of students on stage with Tim, Dave and Jeff in the presentation. So that really added a whole lot of energy to the performance for the students in the audience. And then they all got a, a chance to play with the drum kit, which was a huge highlight. So.
0: Fantastic. That sounds great, Anne. As you mentioned, we have more than 20 events on the program already, but can we expect some more signings? Absolutely,
1: Shane. We've got quite a few more people coming on board still. Catherine Wheels is a theatrical group from the UK and they're doing... Performance, which is a one-man show called Pond Life McGurk. The group themselves, Catherine Wells, have been in Melbourne before, some time ago, and they performed at the Arts Centre. Work has just recently been developed by Gil Roberts, who's the director of the company. And it again focuses on helping students to understand issues around their own emotional well-being through a study through friendship in this particular case. So that's one one signing we're hoping to have in the coming months. Sounds great. Yeah, Aracala Dancer from Spain, a contemporary dance company that focuses on using visual art as uh, an inspiration for developing dance choreography. We're also hoping to sign them again very soon.
0: So it's a case of really watching watching this space as well, because there will be more. Uh, on top of what we already got. Yeah. Wonderful. And I suppose it's important to tell people that the schools program will run on Thursday the 2nd of May and Friday the 3rd of May next year, but can you tell our audience about the Community Day on Saturday the 4th of May?
1: Well, that's going to be a really wonderful wrap-up for the whole event on the Saturday and once again, being located at Birrarung Ma, we're able to capture a huge passing audience as well as have all our people who book in for our events, which is always pretty important to go through the booking process to ensure a place. But there'll be a lot available for walk-up and passing by traffic on the Saturday. We'll have Graham Leakes, Make and Play Orchestra, doing a performance in the evening... Oz dance will do the Big Dance, which is a large community dance wow. event.
0: Tell me a bit more about that.
1: Well, the Big Dance is something that is a biennial event in the dance community, which I think it's international and has been performed recently. I think in 2017, AusDance get involved in this every single time it's on and they kind of get a group of hundreds together to perform some very simple choreography and involve as many community members as possible.
0: Fantastic. And it's been great to catch up today. Thanks so much for your time and we'll talk again.
1: Yeah, thanks, Shane. It's been great.
0: The easiest way to get updates about the festival is by going to our website, artslearningfestival.com.au. And that's where you can register for our email newsletters. You'll also find details on how to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Well, thanks for joining us today. We'll be back soon with more news and updates from the Arts Learning Festival.